Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys for tuning in. Happy that you're here. My name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and I am coming to you on Monday this week instead of Sunday when I normally record. As you guys know, it was Easter this past week. So I went home. I saw my parents who I haven't seen in a little bit. And um, we ate brunch, we had fun, and then I went straight to the city and did my shows. I didn't get home until like 1 a.m. So I didn't have time yesterday to record, and I've been out like pretty darn, pretty gosh darn late every night just going out and doing these shows. And I've met over this past weekend, especially I've met a lot of secret keepers. So thank you guys for coming out and, you know, checking everything out. We love to see it. I appreciate the support. I met the girl who wrote in about her boyfriend working in sanitation. He, he's a sanitation worker here in NYC. And she said, I always ask him for you if there's any good guys for you. And her friend was very cute and she had cute hair. And she said, I was listening to the podcast and I texted her like, did you write into Secret Keepers Club? I said, oh my God, is that embarrassing? <laughs> because that's not the first time that uh, I've heard that. You know, like one friend will say like, oh, I heard this email and I just knew it was from her. So I love that when that happens. But uh, I met them. I just met I met one of you and your cute mom that came out. Um, So there was a lot of a lot of the girlies out and we and we love that. So thank you, guys. Um, But yeah, I am I am recording this on Monday, so it feels weird. I'm sorry. I you guys know I'm usually on top of it. I really should have recorded Saturday, but I didn't think I was being free. And I did take a trip to Trader Joe's on Saturday. So that was like my outing, but we're going to get into these emails. So if you guys don't know, you can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and I'll get them and I'll read them on the potty. If I don't read them, if I skip it accidentally or whatever the case may be, just send it again and bump it up. Sometimes things go to spam or they fall through the cracks and and all of that stuff. And Stanley is is hooting and hollering in the background. We just woke up from a nap. I woke up this morning. I had to go into the city to run some errands. And then I came back and I was watching this thing on YouTube and little baby, my little baby. He sat right on me and he fell right asleep. And then I lay down. He fell asleep on my chest. I'm like, all right, well, now, you know, we are mother and son. So I do need to nap with him and I can't move because then I feel guilty. So we took a nap for an hour. It was really nice. But now he's he's it's, you know, it's witching hour for this man. He's got the zoomies. Anywho, we're going to get into these questions. Uh, This first one, let's do this one. Uh, How not to ghost. Okay. Hey, Carly and Sons, uh, you helped me accept a breakup with a toxic boyfriend a while back, and you were right about everything and just made me feel so much better. Thank you so much. Kiss right on the lips. Oh, well, thank you guys so much. I I love hearing stuff like that where, um, you know, in an unfortunate situation that we really can't control, I think it's nice that um, it's nice to be reminded that we should be kind to ourselves and and know that if someone's not giving you what you want, they're probably not the one. So, all right. This says now I'm exploring dating apps and a lot of guys want to meet up right away, which I like better than texting for weeks. But what do I say at the end of a date when they want to hang out again or go in for a kiss, but I'm not feeling it. I always end up saying, yeah, me too, because I'm a people pleaser. Um, and I don't want to have an uncomfortable face-to-face interaction in my head. I'm like, great. Now I have to walk that 
back over text later. I don't want to put bad energy into the world by ghosting because, you know, it will come right back around. Uh, will you give me the words to say and encouragement to say them either in person or over text? I know honesty is the right thing to do, but I just want to hear how you approach it because oh, you are so wise. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, tip for ending a date early, honestly, would be nice too. And would also be great because last night I faked a back injury. <laughs> And I am not an award, uh, an Academy Award winning actress over here. How the fuck do I turn down a kiss? I've just been saying yes and kissing these toads because it's less awkward than saying no. Thank you in advance for your help. <laughs> and then we have ooh, a, a bunch of good uh, fuck Mary kills. So this is actually really funny because I do think that women, we just like want to be nice. It's number one. We want to be nice when we're on a date with someone. We don't want to hurt someone's feelings. And, and it's not just because like, oh, I don't want to put bad energy. It's because you don't want a guy to like say mean things to you and you don't want someone to kill you. So, it, I mean, it, it, we're we're kind of in a situation where we just oh, well, I'm just going to be nice to this guy and then I'll deal with it later. Right. To me, if I'm going out on a first date, I think if you're meeting people online, especially you can sit have an out for the night. Like you could just say, like, say you guys are going out at, you know, eight or seven 30 or something. Um, you have to be, you have to like, let him know before you leave, either you have something later, um, that you can't cancel, or you can just, I would probably go along with, um, you know, like you have to be, I have to be up so early tomorrow for work. I just want to let you know, before we go out, like, I really have to be in bed by 10 today. Cause I have to wake up at 5am or some bullshit, you know, whatever the case may be. It, I always have an out because anytime I go out on a date, I'm like, I have a show later. I have a show later, you know? So you could just say you have to wake up early for work. That's number one. Number two, you don't have to kiss people that go in for a kiss. Um, you know what you can do? Why don't you like, while you're leaving, put your mask on and, uh, I think that for the most part, a guy will pick up on um, that you don't want to kiss him if you're just like a little distant as you guys are leaving. Like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. This was so much fun. Bye. And then like put your arms wide out for a hug. Like, bye, like a bear hug. And then just hug him and then say, see out there, champ. You know, something like that. So he doesn't think that you're attracted to him. So that he knows not to go in for a kiss. Cause I think like a kiss will, they have to, they do have to muster up the courage to kiss you. So if you just quickly like, okay, cool. Yeah. Thanks. You have your mask on. You give the guy a hug. You're not getting kissed. You're not getting kissed. We have to work, work our way around these things. Unfortunately, sometimes. Um, and in terms of, I guess, cause the other point you brought up was, you know, people saying, that they want to see you again. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that friends episode where Chandler dates, uh, Rachel's boss. Right. And he keeps saying, all right, I'll call you because he just thinks that that's what guys need to say. Um, but I don't know, you know, for me, I think it's perfectly fine. And I don't think, you know, it's harmful to like, as you're out on the date and he says something, you just say, okay, cool. Yeah you know, that sounds nice. And then later on that night or the next day, you can text him like, I think you're a really great guy, but this just isn't what I'm looking for right now. I wish you all the best. I, I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to tell you how, how I'm feeling. And then you can always 
you know, you could always say like, I just got out of a relationship or, you know, I just got back into dating and I don't feel ready for anything serious right now, but I think you're a great guy and I wish you all the best and, and have a nice summer. And, you know, like however you would sign a yearbook, but I think that there's definitely ways to get around those things. I understand though. You don't want to like get someone's hopes up and then ghost them, but God, sometimes it's, it's sometimes it, it, it just happens, you know? Okay. So this one says feelings are embarrassing. <laughs> Hi, Carly and Sir Babe, Stan and Rob smooches to you and the extra smooch uh, to Rob. Oh, extra smooch to Rob. Robert, you have a girlfriend. He's so cute. My sweet Robert, my big, my big baby angel. Uh, been a fan since girl code over here. And I uh, would watch my older sister. Remember, uh, being so upset when it stopped airing once I hit my prime teen years. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Anywho, I'm in my 20s now and I'm writing in about a boy, which is very embarrassing. I've been with my boyfriend for six years and it's pretty much the first real relationship for both of us. Um, things are usually things are mostly good because. Uh, OK, I'm sorry. Oh, I read the wrong line. Things are mostly good currently. But we have had a bit of a rocky past. I'd be lying if I said most, if not all of my trust has been lost in him. Uh, he's never physically cheated, but there's been a lots of quote unquote entertaining on his end, flirting with other women, crossing boundaries, etc. And I won't say that I'm perfect. I've been hurtful too. Lately, I feel like our past mistakes are creeping in more and I'd like uh, than I'd like. And that comes with anxiety, heated talks, and ultimately feeling emotionally far apart from him. We've quote unquote broken up a few times and always bend up back together. And honestly, on my, on my part, I know it's because I was going back to what was comfortable, but I've been wondering, maybe I'm just focusing on the 15% of bad too much. Um, when I know the other 85% is pretty great. Ultimately, I just want to hear what your take is at is as an unbiased babe. And I'm going to take whatever it is that you say as a sign of what route I should take um, regarding my annoying feelings. Love you so much. Wish I could kiss you. XOXO. Oh, kiss your head and lips, girly. Uh, please read the fuck Mary Kill at the end. Okay. So I'll read the fuck Mary Kill at the end. So, um, oh no, not me pressing the freaking iMovie icon. That's not going to come up, right? Uh, okay. So, here we go. This is a difficult situation. And I, uh, I really do understand where you're coming from. And relationships are so tricky sometimes because you have this person that you really love and you care about and you've spent so much time with. And there's familiarity there. There's comfort there. But they hurt you or you guys hurt each other. And some things like that just linger on forever. Like I always say, you guys always like, anytime you get an email that people are like, Oh, my, you know, my partner cheated on me. Um, what should I do? Kind of thing. I always say, if this is something you feel you can get over and you still want to be with this person, then be with them. But if you don't feel like you can get over this, then you're both going to suffer. Like that's just the bottom line. It'll drive you freaking crazy. And, and it turns us into people to, when you don't have trust in a relationship, it turns you into a person that you don't want to be. Like I have felt that way when, um, I was in a relationship with a guy and I loved him and I just looked at something had happened and I started looking at him in a different way. Like I, it's so hard to explain. Like I lost this 
way that I viewed him as like, you know, somebody that was like there to protect me or help me or whatever the situation was. Not that he was like filling some type of void in my life, but I always looked at him as someone that like would would help me and never hurt me. And then he did hurt me. And then that was all I could think about. And it turned me into this person that I'm not, that I wasn't, and I'm still not, you know? So I hated it because I felt like no matter what I did, I couldn't get past it. I would bring it up constantly. We both were like at each other's throats about things, you know, and it just, it it makes it not fun anymore. And I don't know what it, the way to describe it really is, but you just start looking at somebody differently, you know, and I'm, I know myself at this point, you know, cause this was a long time ago. I know myself at this point, like I know that I wouldn't be able to get over not having trust in, in my partner. You know, that's the number one thing for me that I, that I need. So it really is something that like, if you can make your peace with it, all of the trust issues and, and you guys can, eventually move on. If you see that being a possibility, then, you know, if you really want to stay with them, then go for it. But to me, I don't, you know, I don't want you to suffer. Um, and uh, we always talk about breakups on here and how hard it is and how hard it is to really stay away from this person. And it's just a really roller coaster of emotion. So I understand where you're coming from with that too. Like why you guys keep getting back together. But to me, I would, I would, I would break up and, and find someone that I could trust, you know, the hell is that a freaking lawnmower in in the background? I don't know if you guys heard that. Um, but yeah, unfortunately girl, it's just, I don't think I would be able to get past that, you know? Okay. This one says, why do men ghost? Ooh, we got a ghosting episode this week. Dawn dish soap in a man's shower. Hi, Carly and the kitties. I've been a huge fan of yours since your days on Girl Code and want to be your real life friend. Oh, well, thank you so much. I will be your friend. Uh, oh, am I? And I'm a Taurus and you're a Scorpio. So we're soulmates, basically. Anywho, I'm going to be 30 in a few weeks and I'm crushing it. I have a great job in sales. I am working toward my bachelor's degree and I own a house with my two puppies. I'm basically perfect. So tell me why I go on three dates with a guy and he straight up falls off the face of the earth. The vibes there were the vibes were there and he has a bed frame matching furniture and a cute ass dog. (laughs) We had a couple sleepovers, but we never did the deed. We talked about waiting and it felt great uh, to have a guy that would want to wait too. He isn't the best texter, which I got over, but completely silent for over a week. It's hard to not take it personally, but I truly believe that I was being my cute ass, fun, flirty self. And he has some issues. It's his loss, right? Okay. So I have a story for you. So I had met this guy at a bar on Halloween last year. He was dressed up as Tony Perkins from the heavyweights and I was obsessed. (laughs) Anyway, I can tell he was going to, he was going to a fling. So we were hooking up for, okay. So I could tell he was going to be a fling. I think she meant to say, so we were hooking up for a month and one night I got pretty drunk at the bar and we went back to his place. Uh, Carly, I went into his bathroom drunk and I see the largest bottle of Dawn dish soap in the shower. Oh my God. It, oh my God. It was almost gone. And I was utterly shocked. I hooked up with him. And then a week later he told me he was moving. So I didn't have to break up with him. Ha ha ha. 
<laughs> like, why is that in your shower? Are you still using it for your body or are you washing dishes in your shower? I guess I'll never know. Anyway, I really hope you read this email because the girlies will have a good laugh. Oh, and please come to Kansas City. I love Kansas City. I'm sure I'll be in Kansas City. Um, that is so funny with the just trope. I used to have a I used to have a joke that I would do on stage about a guy, um, you know, like saying, like, I like I'm not afraid of anything because I've been in a straight man's shower. You know, I've been even just like present in a straight man's bathroom like I, I nothing can scare me, you know, the even if a guy like seems to be like organized and neat and clean, I would say 99% of the time, the, sh- the, the bathroom is horrendous. The bathroom's always going to be horrendous. How crazy is it that the bar is such in hell that if a man has actual shampoo and conditioner, we're like, I think he might be a GQ model because this is the, the man of the men. Honestly, the, the, I'm surprised it wasn't laundry detergent. I, they really, really will use anything. And, and 90% of the time, they don't even like wash themselves when they're in there. Dish soap. Oh my God. <laughs> that is so funny. No, I would die. I mean, it, trust me, we, we've seen it all. We've seen it all. Um, I'm trying to think of the worst thing I ever saw in a guy's shower. Yeah, send in, send in um, stories about the craziest thing you've seen in a guy's um, bathroom or apartment. Other than the fact that I was at a guy's apartment, um, I don't know, like over a year ago, but I was at his apartment and he told me he was like completely single, like wasn't seeing anybody else and blah, blah, blah. And then I was in his apartment and I went to go to the bathroom and sitting on the toilet and I, and the sink's right in front of me. And I look, and I'm like, huh, there's a freaking toothbrush, a pink toothbrush in the cup where his toothbrush is alongside his toothbrush. So I freaked the heck out and I opened the door while I'm still sitting on the toilet. Okay. My vagina is out at this point. And he was sitting on the couch in his apartment. I said, Hey, I screamed at him. And he's like, why is your vagina out? I'm like, answer the question. What's with the toothbrush and the story that this man told, first of all, he told seven stories. But the stories that he told, it was like he was like, oh, it's for when I go on vacation. This was like in in lockdown. I'm like, where are you traveling to? You know, it's 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 illegal for you to be going on vacation right now. And he is like, no. And then I said, "Okay, I'm going to just need you. And this is me still sitting on a toilet. And then (laughs) he went. He was like gaslighting me. Guys, this is so fucking funny. Me and my friends laugh about this all the time. He was gaslighting me and he goes, wow, Carly, I didn't know you were going to come in here and start counting toothbrushes. (laughs) Like trying to make me feel fucking crazy. (laughs) I'm like, if you were going to do this, you could have hit it. I didn't know you were like with someone to the point where she like has things at your house. Oh my God. So yeah, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen in a freaking guy's bathroom. But Dawn dish soap is on a whole nother level of they just don't care. Um, in terms of the actual, the first part, the questions about you went on a date with a guy, three dates, the vibes were good. He falls off the face of the earth. There's a lot of different things that could possibly, that this could possibly be, honestly. 
He could have somebody in his life. You know, everyone's kind of dating more than one person, right? I, I always feel like if you're going on a date with somebody, a first date, no matter how you met them, whatever, assume that they're dating somebody else, like casually, you know, not in a relationship, but assume that there is at least one other person in their life. Um, just because that's usually the way it works, even if it's someone that you're like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this person, but they're just like a around and whatever. So it could be something he had something else going on and that got more serious. It could be that he he um, is it just simply like has bad taste. And, and a lot of times they will chalk it up to just that. I'm like, oh, wow. So you have bad taste like that explains everything. Or he could maybe he was like a he was in the FBI. I mean, you haven't heard from him in the week. Maybe he was in the FBI and he has to he had to move or something. You know, I would need proof that he's not a secret agent. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from this week's sponsor, Secret Keepers Club. This week is brought to you by Daily Harvest. When your fridge is empty and that urge to order in and skip the cooking happens all too often. Thanks to Daily Harvest, my freezer is fully stocked with delicious, nourishing options that are delivered right to my door and ready within minutes. I absolutely, you guys, I've been loving my Daily Harvest stuff. I, I've eaten most of the stuff they sent me um, so far, and it's really, really good. It's so healthy. Um, and it feels nice, you know, to have something just in your freezer ready to go when you don't have time to go to the grocery store. You don't feel like cooking. You don't feel like cleaning. You just cook it, you know, heat it up and you're good. You have a full balanced meal. And I love to see it. Anything that makes the girlies lives easier. Uh, with daily harvest, I never have to question if the food I'm eating is good for me and by supporting farmers who invest in practices and increase biodiversity and improve health of our soil and delivering food in recyclable and composing packaging daily harvest does work. So all you have to do is eat their new harvest bakes are ready to bake veg pack dishes that are big enough to share. You just won't want to avoid takeout temptation and get daily harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers to get $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers. Um, we have another email here that says, Okay, follow up to the hysterectomy and vasectomy stories, my unpopular opinion. Now, one thing about Secret Keepers Club, we are going to be talking about hysterectomies and, and vasectomies. And I think this is the third week in a row that we are discussing this. And, and I love it. I love everyone's different opinions. You guys know I always encourage you to you know, share your own personal experiences, your own thoughts on things. Um, and... And that might be, we might have to title the episode something about this. <laughs> okay, so this says, Hi, Carly, Robert, and Stanley T, longtime listener and fan of yours in general. I always send your mom, I always send my mom your Instagram stories and we laugh out loud. Oh, thank you. Also, I can hear myself talking like you uh, if after I listen to many podcast episodes in a row, you know what I mean? Oh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> Are you making fun of me? Because I always say, oh, thank you so much. 
You are just too funny. Um, she says, anywho, I had thought uh, when the girlie a few weeks ago wrote in about the vasectomy Tinder guy and then this past week about the hysterectomy and just my general opinion, I have always had um, that might be a little controversial. I feel like a lot of people will say that they want kids or want to get married and basically give themselves an ultimatum that is projected by society without even knowing. For example, how do you know that you want children until you meet someone that you're ready to have children with? Same thing with getting married. And on top of that, I hundred percent. I'm just going to interject here. I 100% agree with this. You know, I remember saying to my aunt, I know I've said this before on the podcast at, at some point, I'm sure I have, but I remember saying to my aunt, I said, I don't know if I want kids. And she said, when you meet the right person, you'll want kids because she didn't want to have kids. And then she met her husband and then, you know, the rest is history. So I feel that way too, about getting married. You know, I swear to God, I'm like, I'm the first one to be like, I will never get married. Like, it is so not interesting to me. And then I go on one date with a guy that's remotely bearable. And I'm like, I'm gonna walk down the aisle with this man. (laughs) I'm gonna be his wife. Like, I just flipped the switch so quickly. Um I go I go out on a date with a guy that like showers. I'm like, well, I didn't know guys like this existed. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I agree with this part. OK. Uh, she says, and on top of that, I think it's crazy to lose someone that you might have a true connection with or love over something like that. One of my best friends always wanted to get married. And when she met her now fiance in, in parentheses, she won. He told her uh, he did not want to get married. Of course, she said that was fine a few years back. But as time went on, she decided it was going to be a deal breaker for her. I always thought to myself, OK, so you're willing to risk breaking up with this man who is committed to you and that you're in love with so you can meet somebody else that you may not like just as much just so you can get married. That didn't really make sense to me. I feel somewhat similar with kids. Now our girly has had a vasectomy. I can understand her reasoning um, for being open and honest about that on the apps. So this was in reference to the vasectomy. uh, No, I'm sorry. This was in reference to the hysterectomy portion when somebody had responded saying that she had gotten a hysterectomy and she was like, um, you know, I tell people before I meet up with them, because if this is a deal breaker for them, she felt like, you know, she didn't want to waste everybody's time. Uh, Okay, so same with vasectomy guy. But what if they each meet someone off the apps who they who thought they wanted kids and they fall in love anyway? I know for a lot of people that would be a deal breaker from the get go. So falling into something like that would be unlikely. I guess I just don't fully understand why our society has kind of grouped us into these brackets of either you want to get married and you want to have kids or you don't and you can't date outside of that. Probably an unpopular opinion, but this space is like a planet fitness, a very judgment free zone. No. And not only am I not judging, I'm agreeing. I love listening to your podcast and would love to hear your thoughts on this mindset. And please come back to DC so I could see you live again. Oh, okay. I will. Oh, and then there's a cheese. Fuck, Mary kill. You guys know me too damn well. Yeah, I, I agree with you on this. I don't think, um, you know, I think everything is kind of with stuff like this. You can meet somebody who would um, say, oh, God, I love this person so much. I I'm OK with marrying them if they were against marriage or you can meet someone. Oh, I love this person so much. I'm OK with not having kids just because I love them so much. You know, I I think that these things can change over time as much, you know, as long as you guys are together and the more time goes by. Um 
you know, it's, it's just one of those things. It's everybody's different and everybody has this vision of what they want or what they think they want. And then maybe if you meet the right person, you're okay with, you know, compromising or, or doing it a little bit differently. So I'm on your side. I think that's what maybe I don't remember exactly, but that may be along the lines of what I had originally said, where it's like, meet the person first and then decide, you know, because like I said, sometimes I go, sometimes I go, oh, I don't know if I want kids. And then, and then I see one guy on a, on the subway and I'm like, I actually do want kids and I'm fertile. So I'm going to need that man that I don't know. Jesus is going to have to get me pregnant. You know, things change. This one says moving cats advice, um, which is uh, I'm going to assume about the girl who didn't know what to do with her cats, but we're going to when she was moving out of her parents' house, but we're going to get into it. Um, hi, Carly and your fuzzy boy crew. I'm an OG listener um, since about six months after you all started. Oh, well, thank you so much. Oh, no, not me saying, well, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm listening to this week's episode and the last email was about moving with cats. So I figured out two tricks. Number one, I moved two separate pairs of cats into two different apartments and the trick worked both times. You move the furniture first, get that set up so that there will be stuff that smells normal to them. Then you go back, get the cats and bring them in. Both times the cats were curious, but calm and settled in without any drama doing this. Um, same thing as I'm getting ready to move this summer. Okay. That's a really good idea. Um, trick two is to use liquid gabapentin mixed with food and give them a decent dose one hour before. Then when the squirming ones are calm, you get them into the carriers you have left out for at least one week before they before. So they don't freak out and you make it nice and snugly for them. Cat lady advice over uh, cat. Fuck, Mary kill. Happy for spazzing your cat out. <laughs> OK, uh, we'll do the cat, uh, the fuck, Mary kill as well. But um, this is something that I've always wondered about you guys. I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast yet. I know I mentioned it on the Patreon, but um, I don't know what's going on with my apartment because my landlord, my landlords decided that they were going to sell the building. So the building's going up for sale and I don't know what's going to happen, you know, to us. I'm sure whoever's buying it wants people in like just so they have rent that's coming in immediately after buying it. But um. I don't know if they're going to raise the rent. I don't know what they're going to do. I, I know my neighbors are all because there's only three of us that live in the building. But um, I know my neighbors are all looking just preemptively for apartments. So I don't think I will have to move right away. Luckily, my lease will renew right before this, you know, sale or whatever happens. So I think I'll have at least another year um, to figure everything out. But if they come in and they're trying to raise the freaking rent, I'm moving the heck out. Okay. I'm moving the heck out. So I keep thinking, oh my God, if I move out, do I just have to leave my cats here? Especially Robert. I mean, am I ever going to be able to? Robert will not. I mean, this man looks out the window all day and I just know that he would not survive out there. He's not. He, oh my God, he's looking out the window right now. It's very cute, but he would not like going from house to car even. Um, and that's one thing that I kind of regret when they were kittens, I wish I would have like taken them out in a carrier um, so that they would at least be comfortable in a carrier as like adult cats, because I had to take Robert to the vet once. And it was like, I mean, he weighs about 180 pounds 
And he was not fucking going in that carrier. It was really, really like I felt so bad because it's traumatizing, you know, to them. So I didn't know about this um, medication that you had said, gabapentin. Um, So just so, you know, I'll remember that. I'll write that down the next time my little babies need it. And I do want to take Stanley over the summertime to New Jersey because his sister, um, the girl who adopted his sister, um, we're friends on Instagram and she once she was like, Oh, and I was like, Oh my, she had told me like, I'm Stanley's aunt. And I was like, Oh my God, wait a minute. They should meet up. So I would like to take him out, you know, and see if he, see how he does with his sister. See if he terrorizes her the way he terrorizes my poor, sweet Robert. Stanley will walk by me. He has a chunk of Robert's hair in his mouth. I'm like, what happened? But they fight, but they play fight. They're not like actually like hurting each other. But th- he really is just, yeah, don't look at me. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Okay, I love you so much. So anywho, thank you so much for that advice. That's helpful. Helpful to the cat ladies, helpful to the cat girlies. Um. Okay, so let's do these fuck, Mary kills. So this one says, oh, there's a lot. So there's a skin one. Let's do the skin one. Number one, being pimple free, being wrinkle free or being glowy and having an even skin tone. Um, Obviously, you're going to marry being glowy and having. Oh, wait, no, no, wait, 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 wait. You know, I have to say. I don't mind wrinkles. I really don't mind wrinkles. I I think pimples, because I've had them the longest, like since I was a teenager and they simply never go away, they kind of annoy me just because they hurt and they're annoying. And you guys know, everybody hates freaking pimples. But I would say wrinkles really don't bother me. In fact, when I'm like talking to someone and they have wrinkles, I'm like, that's so pretty. I, I know that sounds like a weird way to describe it. But when somebody laughs and they have like laugh lines, I just think that's such like a, it's a character trait. I think it's happy and it's fun and it's cute. I don't think that wrinkles are, they, they don't drive me crazy. I remember when I first, I got my first wrinkle, which was years and years ago because I never drank a glass of water until I was fucking 28 years old. But, um, I remember getting my first wrinkle and being like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. oh girl, now it's just at this point, who cares? You know, you live a good life. You laugh a lot. You get wrinkles. It's fine. Who cares? I'd rather that than just be stone faced, you know? So I am going to kill being wrinkle free. I think I'm going to marry being glowy and having an even skin tone and then fuck being pimple free. Um, Cause that's nice. And then the next one is okay. Uh, first dates, number one, botanical gardens, a drink or ice cream. Interesting. I think botanical gardens is a really nice first date. I think a drink you could, you could kill a drink, honestly. Like I, I feel like that's what 90% of dates you go on are. So it's just like, eh, if I'm going on a date, I'm not seeing anything. I haven't already gosh darn seen you know, my girlies. So to me, I'd rather I'm going to marry botanical gardens because if somebody took me to the botanical gardens, that's my husband, whether he likes it or not, whether he doesn't have a say in it. It's if you're taking me around butterflies and bees and flowers, you are my husband. Um, and I'll fuck getting ice cream, of course. Uh, yeah, but oh God, I went, I went to, 
I went to the botanical gardens once with my ex and I was having just the best day and he was having the worst day. Like I was just enjoying it so much. And he complained the entire, uh, this is like, you know, when something happens and you go, this person isn't my person. Like, he's just not the one I can't do this for the rest of my life. Like, and it's always something small. Like you just like, look, it's something happens and you just go, wow, you really ruined like a really simple, nice day. And and then you just go, I'm going to break up with this person. Like, you know, it months before it happens. And it's always like the tiniest thing. This was one of those days where I was so happy to be out and with the flowers and looking at the things and blah, blah. And he's like, the whole day. I'm like, oh, my freaking God, like you go home in an Uber. I want to sit here with the bees and the sunflowers. Like it just bothered me so much that he couldn't just enjoy that. Um, so, yeah, I'll marry whoever takes me to the freaking botanical gardens and doesn't complain the entire time. Uh, that's one thing. I think that me and Jesse were talking about this a couple weeks ago. The one thing that I can't stand is someone that complains every chance they get. There's nothing more unattractive. There's nothing more unattractive to me. Like uh, if you are a nonstop complainer, I simply can't be around you. Why are you so annoying? Anywho. So the next one is, um, soft serve gelato or regular ice cream, like traditional scoops. I think I'm marrying soft serve because to me, a soft serve with sprinkles is like the dream ice cream um, on a cone. Obviously, I'm not a psycho. I don't get it in a cup. If you get it in a cup, you're crazy. OK. Gelato, I like because it's like fancy and good. I think I would I, I think I'm going to marry soft serve fuck gelato because it's Italian. Right. It's exotic. And then you kill regular because. Same old, same old. And then this one is cheese, cheddar, Colby Jack or American. I'm marrying um, cheddar because I love a sh- I love a freaking cheddar cheese. I'm going to fuck American because it's just good and I can't kill it. And then I'm killing Colby uh, and the other one ring. This is the last one. I promise ring necklaces, earrings. Um, I think. God, I feel like earrings, like it's nice to wear earrings because it makes your face look different. I don't care what anybody says. I think I'm going to marry earrings. I'm going to, um, I'm going to fuck rings and I'm going to kill necklaces, which might be a little shocking, but you know, I'm, I'm edgy. What can I say? Anywho, I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being patient. Um, and, and waiting through, you know, Monday all day before you could hear this. I appreciate it. And I love you. And we'll, we'll chit chat soon. All right. Bye. Oh yeah. You can send in (laughs) not me ending it. Like it's a phone call. You can send in questions to secret keepers club at gmail.com and we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye.